Just Our Real Estate, episode number 232. All right, guys, welcome to Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host, and today I have a really good show for you. I'm really excited to bring it to you, but before I do, I just want to talk to you a little bit about lead generation. How are you generating leads? Are you generating enough leads? How are you finding leads through the MLS? Are you finding them through direct marketing? Well, I have another solution for you. How about finding them through the internet and having that internet lead magnet working for you 24-7, whether you're thinking about it or not. There are leads coming in from the internet. This is possible. I am starting to do it myself, and I am using a fantastic product called Lead Propeller. Lead Propeller is a really cool company who started basically a company for us, real estate investors, and it's all about building a website that attracts leads to you 24-7. I suggest that you check it out. Go to my website at justourrealestate.com. On the right-hand side, click on the Lead Propeller uh, banner there. Click on that link there for Lead Propeller, and it'll take you over to their site, and you can check it out and read all about it. The cool thing is, as being, you know, as one of my listeners, because you're one of my listeners, you're going to get one month free for your lead generating website. You can start the website, you can pick a, a domain name and hosting, it's all included. The first month is free. You can check it out. If you don't love it, you can get your money back. If you do love it, if it starts generating leads, if you really think it's going to work for you, then all you do is pay a, a very low fee of $29 a month. And that fee is going up soon. So go over there and check it out. Go to my website, juststartrealestate.com. On the right-hand side of the home screen, click on the Lead Propeller banner and go check it out, guys. I love my new website, and I know you'll love yours too. Okay, on to today's show. All right, guys, welcome to another Quick Point episode. I appreciate you being here. Today, I am going to continue down the road of getting back to the basics a little bit and talking about some things that I still get questions about from the listeners, from you guys. And some of the questions that I get are things that I covered in past episodes, and I like to try to refer people back to those. Or you know, a lot of times, I'll refer them back to the episode, but then I'll answer the question because I feel like sometimes it gets a cop out if I just say, "Hey, you know, hey, I covered that in episode number thirty-two. Go back and check it out." You know, I'll, I'll do that, but I'll also give them my answer. But what I what I realize is that not everyone has heard every episode, right? I talked about this yesterday. So uh, what I'm going to do is, is periodically, I'm going to cover some of the things, some of the basic things that have been covered in other episodes. And, you know, maybe now a year later, I have a slightly different take on it. Or, you know, I, I'll explain it again in a way that maybe will make a little bit more sense to certain people that it maybe it didn't resonate with last time. Who knows? But... You know, it, when you're learning something, if you hear it once, you don't always remember. It doesn't always make sense. You don't always like it doesn't it just doesn't sink in. So I think it's important to revisit certain things. And this podcast is really about getting getting the basics down pat, right? Learning the foundation, getting, you know, the things that you need to know to, to just get started in real estate. That's what I want to teach you guys because 
I know when you buy a course, uh, a real estate course, or you go to a boot camp or whatever, there's a lot of things that you are assumed that you know. There's certain things that you know people just think you know. So sometimes instead of starting with step one and two, they start with step three and, and four and five. So you go to these things and then, <clears throat> and I've done this. That's why I'm saying it. I, I know from experience, I've gone to seminars and I've taken courses where I go, okay, I've been through the whole course and I think I have a really good handle on step three through 10. And that's exciting because I need to know that. But I can't get started because I don't really have answers for step one and two. I have some real fundamental questions that I need answered. And I know you guys have them too. And I'm going to try to I answer them for you in these, you know, podcasts that I do and all the episodes that I've done. All this is 232. All of these episodes I'm trying to give you that foundation and answer some of the basic questions so you can go on and get started because I really believe once you get the basics down, the real fundamentals and you flip your first property or buy your first rental and and renovate it and do those things, it's man, it makes it so much easier. You learn more by doing a flip or a rental or a wholesale deal. You'll learn more by going through that process than any course that you're going to take. You just will. It's just going to teach you so much. So you don't get to that point though if you don't get off the starting blocks. And sometimes getting off the starting blocks is about learning the fundamentals. So here we go. We're going to go back to basics a little bit. And today I am going to help you decide or tell you how I think you should decide what you are in this business. And what do I mean by what you are? Well, what I'm talking about is, and and I always try to keep it kind of like as basic as I can here. And for the purposes of this podcast, I have always, and I will continue to essentially only talk about the three main areas of real estate investing, in my opinion. And those three areas are wholesaling, rentals, and fix and flips. And so what I'm saying when I say decide what you are, you have to decide if you are more of a fix and flip guy, if you're more of a person who wants to build a portfolio of rental properties, or if you're someone who's more of a wholesaler, you wanna find deals, get them under contract, and then just assign those contracts or flip those houses to another investor for quick money, right? You don't make the big payday that a, that a flipper will make, but you know you're just you're just getting them on a contract and flipping them to somebody else. So you're not dealing with uh, the rehab and the contractors and and realtors trying to sell the property and all that stuff. So you have to decide what you are. And so how do you do that? How do you know what you are in this business and, and what really makes you tick? Well, there's some things that you know you have to you have to decide or some things about yourself that you need to kind of take inventory of. And I like to equate trying to decide what kind of real estate investor you are most suited to be is sort of like dating, right? Sometimes you have to sort of go out with someone before you know whether or not they're for you and whether or not you like them. So in real estate, you might want to do a fix and flip and and see if it's for you, see if you like it, or wholesale a property and see how that feels, see if that makes sense to you. If, if you kind of enjoy getting like the quicker hit you know, payday with, you know, it's a little bit lower amounts, but maybe happens a little bit faster. Or if you're someone who, you know, you don't want to deal with, um, with, with, 
you know, contractors and flipping houses and like, you know, you flip a house, you buy it, you renovate it, you flip it, you make money and then that's it until you find your next deal and then you flip it and make money and it's like a cycle that you have to keep working at. Well, with rentals, when you build a rental portfolio, once you get people in the rentals and you get the cash flow coming in, it's a little bit more passive. It's a little bit more hands off, right? Day to day, month to month, you shouldn't really have a lot of activity if you uh, if you place the right tenants in those properties, and that's a whole other deal. But you know, buying rentals is more of a passive cash flow kind of a thing, and it's the smallest amount of money that you'll make on each property each month, right? Generally speaking, you know, the big money is in the fix and flips, right? You buy a house, you renovate, renovate it, you you flip it, and maybe you make you know ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars at a time. It's huge money, right? But they take longer. They're a lot more work. So, you know, then the next step in terms of the, the amount of money you'll make on each transaction is wholesaling, right? So you find a house, you get under contract, you flip it to another investor, and maybe you make an assignment fee or a wholesale fee of five or $10,000, right? That's pretty good, not bad, pretty, pretty standard deal. Not as much as fix and flip, but boom, you're in, you're out. You don't worry about contractors and, you know, you know, plumbing issues and electrical issues and all that stuff. So that's why the fix and flip guys make more money because they have more time and, and effort invested. And then rental guys, right? You buy a rental property and you renovate it and you rent it out. And after you pay taxes, insurance, and all the management or, uh, you know, well, maybe management fees or maintenance fees and things like that, and any financing that you have to pay for the bank or maybe a, a private lender or whatever, you know, maybe there's a hundred, two hundred dollars cash flow every month on that property, right? Not really exciting, you know, making a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars a month on a rental property. But if you, you know, if you start amassing those, and now you have ten of them, right? You you buy ten of them, then now instead of having two hundred dollars coming in, you have two thousand dollars coming in, and the more you buy, obviously, the more passive income. So, but it starts off really slow. It's like a slow drip. So you have to decide what it is that you want to do, what are your goals, what are your financial goals, what's your risk tolerance, and then also things that come into play are in a very, very significant way, what kind of time do you have to devote to the business? If you have very little to no time, but you really want to be involved in real estate, then uh, rentals might be the way for you to go, right? You buy the house, you get renters in there, you set them up and then boom, you just collect the money each month. I mean, sure, there's maintenance and there's things that are going to come up. But the, the bottom line is that the basics of it is you get somebody in there, you get a cash flow each month. You're not having to work every single month for that cash flow. It's just coming in. So if you don't have a lot of time, rentals might be the way to go for you. If you have a little bit more time, not a ton of time, but you have a little bit more time where you can go out and talk to sellers and and kind of negotiate these the, the, the house uh, purchase with people, then maybe wholesaling is the way to go for you, right? You need a little bit more time to wholesale. It's a constant business. You have to keep working at it. But again, you're not dealing with contractors and and you know labor issues and materials not showing up and you know contractors quitting halfway through the job and all this stuff you don't have to worry about all that so it's a little bit less time consuming than fix and flips and the money is a little bit better in terms of each transaction <clears throat> now people who have a hundred rentals that are cash flowing you know three hundred dollars each they're gonna argue with me about where where the money is but I'm saying you know in the first six months or year of your business Rentals is not going to be the most profitable. Forget about ROI for a minute. I'm just saying 
cash in your pocket at the end of the month, it's not going to be as great as fix and flips or wholesaling. Now, so wholesaling takes a little bit more time than rentals. And then you step up to fix and flip where you maybe make more money with each transaction, which with each sale, but it takes a lot more time, a lot more energy. You know, you're dealing with contractors, you're hiring contractors, you're dealing with realtors trying to sell. I mean, it's a whole nother level of work and it requires constant attention, especially in the beginning before you have great systems and you know, you're able to hire people and all that, it's going to take a lot more time. So you have to decide how much time you have to devote to the business so that you know which style of, of investing makes the most sense for you. Because if you don't have any time and you just dive into fix and flips, you're going to fail because you don't have time to devote to it. So it's going to be stressful. It's going to cause fights with you and your spouse or your partner or whatever. It's going to be a bad experience. And then you're going to end up stopping or getting out of real estate investing and saying, hey, it wasn't for me. I just, it doesn't work. I, I just can't do it. And, and that might not be the case. You might have just picked the wrong kind of investing for you and your and your lifestyle and your goals. But if you have a lot of time, then maybe fix and flip is for you, right? Maybe you enjoy hiring people and managing timelines and managing projects and making sure that things are getting done and making sure they're getting done under budget or on budget and on time and all that stuff. Then maybe fix and flips work for you, right? Some of it has to do with the amount of money that you have available to you. If you have just a ton of money sitting around and but not a lot of time, but a lot of savings, right? Buying rentals is like the tailor made for you. That's exactly what you should probably be doing. You don't have time, but you have money. So you can buy these rentals and get somebody in them renting them. And then, you know, you don't spend a lot of time. If you don't have any money at all, you might have to go toward wholesaling because you're just finding deals, getting them under contract, and then flipping them to another investor and getting paid to do that. You're not having to come up with the money to buy it. You're not having to come up with the money to rehab it. So that might make sense, especially in the beginning. That's why a lot of people start off as wholesalers because you don't necessarily have to have a lot of money. I still say it to be a really good wholesaler. You should have a backup plan. You should have a plan B in case you can't find someone. Once you get a house under contract, you can't find someone to buy it quickly enough you might have to to purchase it. You might have to go to closing and then find a buyer for it. Or maybe you, you switch gears and you go ahead and fix and flip that property. So that's a whole nother issue, but you just need to decide what makes the most sense for you. Fix and flip, a lot more money in the beginning, right? Each transaction, each deal is going to net you uh, a lot more money, right? At least on paper. That's the idea, right? I mean, there are fix and flips that go go poorly and you don't make a lot of money. But the idea, right, the, the philosophy behind them is you make a lot more money when you do a fix and flip. Wholesales, not as much, but it's a little bit faster and you don't need any money to do it. And then, like I said, rentals, you know, you don't necessarily need a lot of money for rentals either, but you probably are going to need some, at least down payments if you're going through a traditional lender. Um, but it, it certainly requires a lot less time. So that might be an indication that rentals is the way to go for you. Okay, so you need to decide what you are in this business and who you are. And don't just make it random. Don't just go, hey, I want a lot of money and I want it fast, so I'm gonna do fix and flip. Because it might not be set up for you. That might not be the right um, the right type of investing for your lifestyle, for your, um, you know, just for, for you and your personality and, and everything, you know, your finances it might not be right. So pick what makes sense. Pick what is more made for your lifestyle and everything that you want to do and your goals, and then you'll be more successful in real estate. 
Okay, guys, that's it for today. Uh, tune in tomorrow. We're going to keep talking basics this week. I want to get you guys set up and get you at least going down the right path. If you've never done anything in this business, you need to get certain things ironed out right from the start, and that's what I want to try to help you do. As always, you know, you can always email me and ask me questions. I'll be happy to answer them. You can email me at mike at juststartrealestate.com, or you can go to the show notes for this page if you just want to see again what we talked about, and you can find those at juststartrealestate.com forward slash episode. 232. Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, guys, until tomorrow, if flipping houses and real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start. 